Good morning, everyone. We have a wonderful day. So we continue. We left off 14a, the first Pedic in Gitin. So just a quick review. Yesterday we learned that Rav Huna said in the name of Rav that um, if you say if you say that uh, you, whatever you owe me, the person says whatever you owe me, give it to this person, and all three are standing together. So he acquires it. He can't he can't retract. So Robert says it makes sense that Rav said that by Picot, in other words, there's something that's existing. Let's say the person is watching something for you, Bailey. And he said, instead of returning it to me, you tell him, return it to this stranger, to this third person. You're transferring like the ownership to the, the obligation to return it to the other person. But the, but the Milva commitment to pay, to pay back money, there's nothing here. You can't, what are you making a Kenyan on? How are you transferring the ownership to this third party? He's not the lender. So the lender tells the borrower, instead of paying me what you owe me, the $100 you owe me, instead of paying it to me, the lender pay it to so-and-so. And all three are standing together. Why, why would it help? How are you acquiring it? There's nothing to acquire. It's just a commitment. It's a Lufgishef. You can't acquire it. That's what Rava says. But the Gemara says, Alekim, Gemara swears that Rava is wrong. That Rav said is Allah even even by Milva. The whole thing is like a Milzablay timer. Just by saying all three standing together and you saying give it to him instead of me and it becomes an acquisition and you can't retract it. The whole thing is so. So therefore, Milva also just like it helps for Pekat and it helps for Milva also. And then the Gemara says Shmuel said name of Levi that even Milva my Mishlashim Khan. The question is why. Why would it help? There's nothing here. There's nothing. There's nothing tangible. So I may try to explain it. It's because it's as if, it's as if when he when he when he borrowed the money at that moment and you you gave him a hundred dollars cash and he borrowed the hundred dollars when he committed himself at that time to pay you or anyone that that's going to represent you. So at the time, that's when he made his commitment, when it was on something tangible. In other words, you, whoever you tell me to pay to. Like if someone owes you money, you say, uh, could, could you pay my grocery bill instead of me? You know, pay, pay the grocer. Instead of paying me and I pay him, give him the money directly. So at the time when he made the loan, that's what he had in mind. I'm committing to you and to anyone. You. The mother says, okay, the mother asks and I'm Mamer's reason. Because what if the third party that you're hand-transing over wasn't even born yet? Let's say it was a loan from, from a long time ago, from 30 years ago, and the guy wasn't even born yet. So how could you say it helps? You can't make a commitment to someone who doesn't, doesn't even exist at that time. Even that mayor that says, that can make a commitment, the futures. Like I'm buying from you all the future fruits that are going to grow in this tree. Right? All the dates are going to grow, grow in the palm trees, even though it's Davish Lebalaylam. So we hold that you can't make a Kenyan. You can't buy futures. You can't buy something that doesn't exist. The mayor says, yeah, you could. But even the mayor would only say that to a person who's here. I'm, I'm, I'm making a Kenyan that I'm selling to you, to you. I'm selling to you everything that will be produced from this tree. But if the person who you're selling to doesn't even exist yet, <laughs> the person wasn't even born yet. So how can you say, I make, at the time you took the money, you made a shibud, you mashabed yourself, the borrowers and shabud yourself to the lender, to anyone he represents. Yeah, but that anyone has to exist in this world. So rather, Rav Ashi gives a different explanation. Why the Allah is that Maimur Shloshan helps even from Milva. He says, because the Hanor that he has, that since now you're transferring this loan to a new, a new person, so now it's like a fresh loan. 
With you, it's a, it could be a 30-year-old loan, so I, you know, you're pressuring me. I need to pay you already. This person, it's brand new. He just got the commitment. It's like new money. So him, he'll be easy on me. He's not going to pressure me. He'll give me some time. He'll give me 30 days. He'll give me a year. He'll give me some time. You know, he doesn't expect to get the money immediately. So therefore, for that, that's why at this moment he's committing himself to this person. That's what we left off. So we, in the third, uh, the end of the second line from the top. According to you, the people such as the Baral Yosher family, the Kafsi Vashakli Lahalta, they tie up the debtor and force him to pay immediately. <laughs> they, don't, they don't give you any time. They don't, they don't get no Rahmanas. Yo, you have to give this second. There's no, there's no extensions. So according to you, the only reason you're kind is because of the handah that he has that he can get to extend his loan. What if in a case where he doesn't, there's no extension? So how, how are you kind of? Kind of means you, you can't retract it. It's a committed thing. It's a done deal. What do you mean? The whole, there's no handah here. So he was never, he was never acquired anything. But if you can say, maybe take it. In a case like this, an extreme case like that, where you have, where the person demands it immediately, because when he transferred in the loan, really, technically, the time is up. He can demand the loan this moment. But it's just saying, most people are just mentioned about it. Listen, I, I just got this new money. Okay, give me a little time. Give me, give me 30 days or something. But in a Hanami, if Itake demands the money immediately, then maybe Itake does not acquire it, and, and you, could, you could retract. So your mother says, no, you can't say it. If you make a ruling, it has to be across the board. You can't say sometimes yes, sometimes not. Whenever they gave a ruling, so my mitzvah has to work in all cases. So how does it work in a case like this? Ella rather mazutra. So mazutra gives a third reason. These th- there are three things that the Chacham said. It's halacha without any rationale. There's no reasoning. You can't try to fit it into the regular rules of uh, regular rules. For example, here, you can't fit it into the regular rules of Kenyan. This won't work. It doesn't make sense. The regular rules of Kenyan, if you force him to give it right away, why, why would it work? You know, the regular rules of Kenyan, if the person d- d- didn't exist, how could, how, could you, how could you acquire it? So the reason is it's Hilchazibale time. The have the power. They don't have to give you a rationale. They don't have to fit into the frame, any framework. The Chachamim made a takon. Now, why, why, the rabbis, of course, had a reason why they made it. There was a reason why they made this halach. Because instead of they wanted to make the, the commercial transaction, you know, to facilitate commercial transactions, it goes smooth. So they said if all three parties are standing together, the borrower, the lender, and the third parties, so then it's enough just to say it, and it's done, it's committed, and, and there's, no, there's no retract. But, but, the, but the way the mechanics, the way the Kenyan works, doesn't fit into any framework. Which are the three? This case, my Shloshta. What's the second case? Okay, so we call the house of Leish. The husband signs over all his properties to his wife. She didn't give over everything to his wife. 
He just gave her the honor to be the apotrufus for the estate, for the, for the children, so she should be in charge of the estate. Because he's dying, and he, give, he writes over everything, everything he's giving over to his wife. So the rabbis say, even though it says clearly I'm giving it to my wife, <laughs> so it means he's giving over to his wife, we, we ignore it, and we look at it, it's just, he's making her a guardian of the estate, to supervise for the, for the, for the children. In other words, the young children, until, until the children are grown up. And then you don't need a patrol. No, there's a reason why they made it. Right, the they made it. But the, the, the mechanics of it is, uh, what do you mean? He wrote, he wrote a document. He's giving everything over to her. The Chum override. The Chum says, no, we, we ignore it. If the document means, we, we say that the document means is, it just gives her the authority to be the Apotrufus. Hefke Bezen Hefke. The rabbis have a Koyach. Hashem gave the rabbis a Koyach that they can take they can do whatever they want, you know, they, they can do not whatever they want, but uh, they have a reason for doing it. They have the power. Why did the rabbis make Of course there's a reason, because they, they said it doesn't make sense. You know, the guy is dying, he's, 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 he's disinheriting all of his children, he's gonna, his children will hate him forever. Instead of saying Kaddish for him, they're going to curse him three times a day. That's not, that's not... <laughs> That's not, uh, that's not, probably not what he meant. What he meant is, he's putting her in charge. So even if it's otherwise, it doesn't matter. This is what the rabbis enacted, the rabbis enacted. And even though it's, it's not legal ground, but he wrote a document that's legally binding. No, the rabbis have the powers over. Okay, that's the second thing. And the third thing is, said, If he marries off a woman whose eldest son, in a special wedding house, the son acquires the house. You don't have to make any acquisition. In the olden days, when you wanted to marry, he would build a special house, which would, and that was the wedding hall. So if the father didn't live in the house, or he didn't use it for any other purpose, didn't use it for a garage, so automatically it became the son's property. In other words, he's building the house to make, him, to make the chasana there, and then they live there. So, it, you know, it, it was, we're talking about it was the son's first marriage. And it also was her first marriage. And he didn't marry off any other children, any younger sons. So even though he didn't, there's no mechanic, the mechanics doesn't work. He didn't, provide, he didn't make any kinyan, there's no kinyan. But nevertheless, come say... Ramam says even if he doesn't build a house, yeah. he moves everything, he moves out of the, his own house. Actually, we, we here. He moves out all, uh, of his own house and he holds the wedding in the house. Why did the rabbis make, make this, uh, this enactment? Because since he emptied out the house of all of his possessions, especially if he built him a house, if the son understands, that's the purpose. Why are you, why are you, why are you moving all your stuff out? And you're making the wedding there, and you're building, especially if you're building me a house. The, the, the idea is that you, you're building a house for me to live there. So, therefore, without a Kenyan, it's, it's, it's a done deal. So because of the simcha of a chasen, it's so great. So, therefore, so I guess it's only the first time. It's clear, because of the simcha, not the second son. The first son, even if it was Abbas that was married, it was the first son. And, he's, and it's his first marriage and her first marriage. 
the simcha, because of the simcha of marrying off his first son, yeah, okay. or taking in a daughter-in-law. Kaba the Medica, Isli Gabich Yavil Plain. There were th- there were three people together. Rav was saying to Ravacha, and then there was a third party there. So so Rav said to Ravacha, Baradla, the Kav of Saffron that you owe me, that you it's in your custody, you're watching it for me. Give it the Yavil Plain. I'm telling you this in this presence that I can't contract. Oh, so it seemingly would mean that I'm, I'm promising, I'm not going to, I'm telling you in this presence so to tell you that I'm not going to change my mind. That means he's implying that if he wanted to retract, but why? It's my Shloshton. And here it's a Picardin. It wasn't alone. You're watching the saffron for me, the Kav of saffron for me. So how could you? It's a, it's a, we thought it's a Kenyan. You can't, you can't retract it. So the answer is, What he meant to say is, I'm having him here because when three of us are present, then, it's, then I can't retract it. I want to make sure that I can't retract it. It's done. It's acquired. Rabbi already said this once, why does he have to explain it again? It's exactly what he said. I would think that's only true if it was a big gift. Then he has to be present. A mother, a hundred, a hundred dollars, a hundred, a madonna, moetis, a cow, a small amount of saffron, little boy, fun of them. I can commit even without the third party being present. Obviously, saffron was very inexpensive. Saffron today, I think, is is quite expensive. Mm-hmm. One the most expensive spice, but yeah, and it was it was inexpensive. Some say that the uh, Medica is a false saffron, safflower, which is surely uh, surely not expensive. So I would think that you don't need it. You don't need my Mishra. Then you can commit him without the third party being present. So therefore, that's what he says. No, that's why he made a point of saying it. Even in a case like this, unless he's present, it's not the commitment. There was his vegetable gardeners. They were making a reckoning to each other. They calculated that one of them received an extra five istri of zuzu. Istri zuzi means it was, it was made of a copper. You know, the tzur, sela tzuri, has an eighth of the value of a, uh, a real silver. Your shalmi seller was made of silver. A tzur was made one-eighth silver and seven-eighth copper. So it was an eighth the value of a Jerusalem cellar. Jerusalem cellar is four zuz. So a tzurian cellar was worth a half a zuz, one-eighth. So he, so he left over five istri zuzi. So the gardener said, uh, said to him, Give the five Isra that you owe me. Give it to our landlord. 
and they said this while the landlord was present, which is Maimon Shloshten, and therefore you can't retract it. He acquired it. He said, the money that you owe me, give it to him, give it to the landlord. We'll say, Eventually the gardener left, made another reckoning, discovered, in fact, he didn't receive anything extra. It was a mistake, he miscalculated. Question is, what do you mean? He already agreed. He does, but didn't him dummy. He already agreed that he owes him the five istrizes. What do you mean? How can he recalculate? So Tesfus says, no one is arguing in this case. He recalculated and he showed the other guy, listen, you made a mistake. And he's not arguing with him. He says, you know, you're right, I made a mistake. Also, the comment that Nachman came for of Nachman, whether he's free from paying the landlord, he doesn't know anything. I committed, but there was a false assumption. What shall I do to you? He acquired it already. Rabbi Nachman thought that he was just trying to retract it. He says, it's, it's done already. We said he can't retract it. Once he do my much lost and it's committed. Somebody others, or others said, Rabbi Nachman, Otto, hi, my king, he didn't say, I don't want to give. No, like a boy come, but he's saying, I, I, I don't owe you five is. The whole thing is a mistake. <laughs> the whole underlying assumption is false. It's based on a false, uh, it's false facts, fake news. In that case, and the whole thing was a toys. Kinyan toys doesn't mean anything. Any Kinyan. A real proper Kinyan. Not only my Mishloshan Kinyan. Any Kinyan that's made, but toys, the whole thing was a mistake. I'm selling you something that doesn't belong to me. I'm selling you the Brooklyn Bridge, and the whole thing is a toys. It's not committed to anything. Itma, we learn. If a person gives his agent a money, and he says, Take it to so and so. I owe him. The sender is responsible for the for the for the for the money for hundred dollars till he reaches the creditor's hand. But if he wants to retract it, he can't. Because once he takes it to, to pay him, so he already acquires it for the for the uh, you know for the for the for the lender. But but. He doesn't want to take responsibility. I'm doing you a favor. He says, I owe, the borrower says, I owe the lender $100. Will you do me a favor and bring it to him? Fine, but I don't want to take a chrayis. I'll do you a favor and bring it to him. I'm not taking a chrayis. But nevertheless, you can't, you can't retract it. Shmuel Omar, Shmuel argues with Rab. He says, Since the lender is responsible, so it's mine. <laughs> I'm taking all the responsibilities. That means I can still retract it. What's the argument? Let's say the argument. When he says it means when the moment you take it, you already acquire it for the lender. So I can't retract it. It's already his. means literally take it to him. But he doesn't acquire it until it reaches the hand of the lender. You can't say that. Because the kula, really, I'll tell you the kula. Really, everyone hold helich kizachidam. 
Nevertheless, Shmuel says you can you can retract it. Why? You don't say migoy. You don't say that since he's responsible for the lender, the borrower is responsible for it until it reaches his hand. Therefore, you should also be able to retract. No, you can't have it both ways. If if you're saying he already acquired for the other person, then the shliach should be responsible. If you're saying that the lender, the borrower is still responsible, then, then, then he should be able to retract. The borrower gives the agent, says, please give this $100 to the lender, or give the money that I owe him. Or return the object that I've been watching. Or he says the word go or give it. Either way, the sender is responsible till it reaches the owner's hand. But nevertheless, because not only if he says ten, even if he says even if he says it means the same thing. It's as if he's telling him ten. The moment he picks it up, he acquires it for the owner. That's why the, the, the giver can't, can't retract. Pikadin. You said also Pikadin. Why the sender can tell the agent. Because he doesn't want you to take it. He doesn't want to be in another person's hand, right? So to return it to me, I'll 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 give it to him. He gave it to me because he never gave you permission to carry it. So of course I, I should be able to retract and say I'm sorry. Give it back to me and I'll 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 return it to him. He had no right in the first place to to, to, to return it to an agent without permission from the owner. The 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 the, the, the Bailey, the shaman has no right to return it to a stranger. I never gave it permission to give it to a stranger. I, I trusted you. I didn't trust him. So I'm an said, Talking about the case where the shaman is a liar. In a case like that, it would be happy. Please take it out of his hand. <laughs> You're doing me a favor. Thank you. Thank you for getting it out of him. Those previously he lied about it. He said he doesn't have it. Then he was he was caught, and then he gives it to someone else to return it to the owner. had a debt from the sale of cloaks in the city of Mechuzah. He said that Rabbi was traveling to Mechuzah. When you return to Mechuzah, please bring the money. Bring me the money. The person owed him money. He sold cloaks and the person never paid him. So he says, Rabbi Yesus said, When you go to Mechuzah, please bring me back the money that's owed to me from this person in Mechuzah. Oh, so Rabbi Yesus went to Mechuzah and met him. Sheishas is dead. Yavinali, they gave him the money. And then Amrulay, they said to him, Niknamino. Could we acquire from you a release from any liability? He wanted to make. In other words, it's yours, so they have no crimes, I guess. Yeah. He wanted to make a Kenyan, a Kenyan Khalifin, 
take upon yourself because usually we said that they we said that the let the, the sender is responsible until it reaches the hand of the creditor the debtor is responsible they didn't want that achrayis. So they said, let's make a kinyan chalifin that you take upon yourself the achrayis. So if anything happens on the road, you pay. Amaluhu, he said to them, in, okay, yeah, I'm willing to take that liability on myself. But then he avoided obligating himself to them. He didn't make a khalif. So they remained liable. They couldn't take the payment out of, away from him. They couldn't argue well. He trusts us, but he doesn't trust you. Because obviously, obviously, he trusts them. Rav has appointed him to take the money. So he definitely trusts them. He asked him. Rav Sheshis is the one who asked him to bring the money. So he, he held on to the money, and they, and they are still responsible. He also, like Abbe, when he Muhammad returned to Rav Sheshis and told him what happened, you did well. By not putting yourself in such a position. Eved a borrower is a servant to the lender. Why, why take a debt upon yourself? You're responsible for me. It's not a good place to be. It's not a good position to be, to be uh, a debtor, a borrower. Become a servant to the lender. Another version. He said, you did well. Because they, the debtors, why should they take on their responsibility? Right. <coughs> they have to, they are the, they are the evid. So they have to take all the responsibility. Okay. the Kasper Rabbi had a silver vessel. Ispika the Kasper, a silver vessel, Nardo. A custodian was watching him, a Bailey was watching him. He said to two, to two, he said to Rabbi Yisrael and to Rabbi Yisrael, they were traveling to Nadab, when you come back home, please return to me this vessel. Also, they went to Nadab, and the custodians gave him the silver vessel. The custodian said, please let's do a Kenya Khalif, and you take responsibility. They refused. Amaluhu, he said, I had the nil. Okay, then return the vessels to us. Rabbi agreed. Okay, I'm willing to give it back. keep No, I'm not giving it back to you. As we learned earlier, Rab said that you can't, you can't retract it. You're responsible, but you can't take it back. the custodians began to to hurt. Rabbi I keep it. He wanted to force the vessel out of his hands. He said to Rabbi Yisrael, Look, look what Rabbi Yisrael Kippur is doing. Rabbi Yisrael said, Give him a good beating. We clearly don't like Shmuel. Yeah. The beating is well deserved. When, they came, when the two of them came back, Rabbi Yisrael Kippur said, Look, not only, didn't Abdi Stoy help me? Allah told me they should beat me up. Obviously, they weren't successful. He held on to it. Why do you do that? The people that he was fighting with, the custodians, they're very tall. 
and the turbans are also tall. Amma v'kayvan amma. Tall, what's amma? It means they're very tall. They're very tall, and the clothing are also crazy, awesome, awesome clothing. And they speak from the midsection, from their, from their stomach. Deep voices, like a chazan. <laughs> Which may say, and the names are terrifying. And Philly was the leader. They tell the servants, tie up this man, they immediately tie them up. Like a bunch of mafioso. They tell them, kill, they'll kill him. They murdered the story. Who would have given Yana and my father another son like me? Oh, they were ready to kill us. Are these people close to the government? He said, Yes. They have horses and mules that run behind them in their honor. Yes. Today, the equivalent of limousines and this. If that's the case, he acted properly. I don't, it doesn't say whether they were successful or not, but if they were so strong... <laughs> you said it's not with the Right. If his own friend gave him up and said, beat him up, I'm sure he surrendered. Okay, take it. Okay. Now, if he says, take it, and the agent went and he looked for him and he couldn't find him. He died. One Braiser said, Return the money to the sender. Another Braiser says, Give it to the children, the inheritors of the one who died. What are they arguing to? The Marasaba. One who says he goes to the ears of the of the the one of the lender you're returning the money to. And he said, is like So maybe they already acquired it. So his estate already acquired it. His children inherited. So his this shlichus was to give it to him. He he's died. So I so therefore I can't fulfill the shlichus. So return it back. Return it back to the one who gave you the hundred dollars. Mother says, I'm gonna buy my mom. Well, no, the cool yeah, I'll tell you, everyone holds. Helich is not like a schip. Like Kasha, nevertheless, the Braises says he'd give it to the inheritors. It's not a contradiction. Why? They're not arguing. Two Braises are not arguing. The Braises, that says you should give return to the sender. We're talking about the sender who's healthy. The person who says, So then you give it to the children. Because, because yeah, because it's the equivalent as if they already he already acquired. It says no. Both brides are talking about in a case where someone was deathly ill and his deathbed. Was he alive when he said it? Maybe they found out when he reached. They found that he was already dead when he said when the dying person said, "Give it to him." He was already dead. So, if the person never acquired, his children never acquired. If he was still alive, then he acquired and his children. Papa and Papa say, oh, buddy, both are talking about a case where they're both healthy. What Bryce is referring to where he died during his lifetime. So therefore, while he was alive, it was already, when he, when he made the, when he said, take it, 
the person already was dead. The one died, so then when he said take it, he was, he was still alive. And then when he dies, his children inherit it. So Heilech, Heilech is like, is like, is like, is like, is Let's say that this question whether Heilich is Gezach, it's an argument of Return it back to the sender. But if the sender died, return back to the inheritors. Of the sender, the inheritor of the one who's, who's, who's supposed to receive it. Another opinion. You have to fulfill the instructions of the person who died. So therefore, you should give it to the ears of the intended. Another opinion is you should divide the money equally. If the sender is alive, he should divide the money with the with the between himself. He gets fifty percent, and the one he sent it to his ears get fifty percent. If the sender died, so his ears get 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 fifty percent, and the ears of the of the receiver. Another opinion: In Babylonia, they say. Whatever the shliach wants, yeah, do whatever, whatever you decide, whatever you choose, whatever you think the sender's idea, whatever he really wanted to do. Because if he was generous when he sent it, and he loved the recipient, he loved his children, then, 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 then give him the money. Because that's probably what he would have wanted. Not the father, he would have, he would have, given, the, he would have given it to the children. If he didn't seem generous, to his children, he didn't like his children, then, then return it. It's up to you. So it's a five lane highway, five opinions. Shimon Hanasi said, Through me, such, something like this happened. Was, I was the agent in this, in this situation. And the rabbi said, The money should be returned. To the sender's ears, like the first opinion. Okay, so what do we see from here? My Surely, what are they arguing? This is the argument. You say it's not like schi. So therefore, you didn't acquire it. So therefore, you should return it to the yarshim mishaleh. But Yaakov also agree. That Heilech is not Kishi. Because if he's passed away, he's still saying it back. Abnasim Yaakov also say that, yeah, not Kishi. So if the Mashalech dies, Mashalech dies, you give it back to his children. And even though he died, they hold. There's no mitzvah to fulfill the wishes of the one who died. 
if he was seriously ill, that's one thing. And you know, but he wasn't seriously ill. So therefore, you know, there's no mitzvah kaim divrei mess, even though that was his wish, his last wish. is like And therefore, the Yershim of Mishnah Stalchel, they get it. In the Bible, that knows the Amemshim Rabbi Yaakov, Amemshim Rabbi Meir holds Heilech Lavkeschi. Heilech is not like Schi, but nevertheless, Miu Hechad the Mizam Nimz Kavim. As if he dies, a mitzvah to fulfill his last wish. What's the difference? The Yesh Amrim hold doesn't matter if the giver is alive or dead. Because Heilech is Schi, so you just he, they already acquired it. Versus, says, no, you only listen to him if he died. If he's alive, then not. Then you return it back to him. If he died, then. Because they're not sure. Both of these issues. Whether is like Schi, whether Mitzvakayim Dibriya Mess or not. So therefore, whenever you're in doubt, and in Babel they hold should the Adif. Better let the agent decide. He didn't want to come to. Yeah, yeah, should Adif. Let, 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 let him decide. He knows best. And if you would think that 50 50 is a good compromise, at least. But, but then half of the money is going to the wrong party. <laughs> so better let the agent decide. Maybe he'll do it 100% right. Probably he'll get it right. He'll do exactly. What the person really wanted. What actually happened? And they, they passed according to Rab Nasi and Rabbi Yaakov. So we see, Ten Kishi is a Machlaikis. But it says, Look, really, I'll tell you, if it is healthy, no one argues. No one argues. Everyone agrees that Ten is, is not like Shi. The whole argument is in the case of Shimira. We learn, learn the Mishnah, if you distribute property by means of an oral declaration, he made the, the great, great, how they should divide the property after his death. Doesn't matter if the father is healthy, if he's, if he's uh, on his deathbed. If it's real estate, land, or houses, property, they have to be acquired either by Kesev or Bishtar or Chazak. But movable properties, you have to pull it. No, you have to do, you have to actually acquire it. Just a verbal doesn't mean anything. Doesn't help. And the rabbi say no. Just by saying it, it's already acquired by his oral declaration. In other words, if he's deathly ill, so we say it's as if it was written. 
So orally is enough. We're talking about someone who's a shchiv We're not talking about. So Rabbi Lazar disagrees. Rabbi Lazar holds even the shchiv meda and it has to be a real kinyan. Okay, okay. You know, I'm already going to finish the pedic. It's already the mother of the sons of Rachel, who's sick. She said, give it. We continue on 15.8. Give my brooch. Should be given to my daughter, Libiti. And it's worth 12 months. And she died. And the rabbis upheld the word. There was no Kenyan. She just said verbally, orally. So we see that the Divri Shkimen Akisum Rosh Hashanah Amalei Rabbi Lazar responded. Bnei Rachel, Tik Bnei Mimam, the sons of Rachel, of Rachel, made their mother bury them. They shouldn't even be mentioned in the study hall. How are you bringing a proof from them? The Bnei Rachel allowed thorns to be grouped. Be grow, to grow in the vineyard when because in, in, in Arabia they would keep thorns it was like uh, useful for the camel so therefore they're sinful people so therefore you can't bring the, this story as proof because since they didn't want to even they didn't want to mention their name surely you're missing you're missing something here this the, the story is not reliable but the rabbis disagree with Abu Lazar. Come, hold the growing thorns, even in Arabia, that's nothing with Kalayim, it's thorns. So therefore they were not sinners. So therefore the story was told as is, it was given over, it's 100% reliable. So you see, the Vishkimen Akitsum Musulm Dabi. We learned the Tan, the Tanakamel, and the Braisa, like Abu Lazar. No, so he explains. Tanakama, the first, the first opinion in the previous bride holds like Abba Lazar, that you need a Kenyan. So therefore, since you didn't make any Kenyan, so therefore, you return it to the Mashalech. Nothing happened. Also like Abba Lazar. And they hold, I forgot the Bislam, and the came to mess. Even though he died... There's no mitzvah kaim divri ames. And therefore they say, if he died, return it back to the mashalech. Even after he dies, there's no mitzvah kaim divri ames. There's no mitzvah kaim divri I would not, and therefore you you give it to the to the yarshe of the of the of the, of the nishlach, the one the, the credit. Rabbi Yehuda Nasi Shem Shem Rabbi Rabbi Lazar he holds Rabbi Yehuda Nasi says name Rabbi holds Rabbi Lazar that enachanami that Rabbi Lazar the you need a kinyan, but nevertheless we have the misam and misam kind of a mess and kind of kind of a mess. Chamevni miachleik chamevni miachleik masapkul they have a doubt and makando amirum bavol they said should the adiv. Because if you give 50-50, you're surely going to do 50% wrong. With Shuddha, you're more than likely to do 100% right. He comes to tell us an actual incident with the Allah was like Rab Nasim and Rabbi Yaakov. That uh, 
you don't say mitzvah kaim dibur emes. Now we conclude. Iboyluhu. Shimon and Nasi, Nasi, or Shmed Nasi, Shimon and Nasi was a Nasi, he himself was a Nasi, or he sang in the name of the Nasi. We don't know a Nasi by the name of Rab Shimon. Not Rab Shimon and Gamliel. Rab Shimon and Gamliel here, Rab Shimon was listed after the Rebbe. He wouldn't list the Rebbe after his father. Rab Shimon and Gamliel was Rebbe's father, who was Nasi's father. And we never refer to Rab Shimon as Nasi. We always refer to him as Rab Shimon and Gamliel. What about Shimon and Shatach? If Shimon was a Nasi, did he say the Allah in the name of the Nasi? Take we don't know. Shimon Meshatach was the Avbezin. He, he wasn't the Nasi, he was the Avbezin. So it couldn't be him either. Now the text itself, I'm Rabbi Yeshua, Allah, Rabbi Shimon, and Nasi. What do you mean? Well, Allah is like the Chachamim, not like Rabbi Lazar. How can you say the law follows Rabbi Shimon and Nasi? Say that you return it to the Yerushi and Meshaleh. What answers? Rabbi Yehissi Mukla Bebari. Rabbi Yehissi says the Bereis is talking about a healthy person, like we said initially. So it's nothing to do with the Dibri Shchimin Aksuvim Surmudam. Question is: Is Haylech Kishchi? Well, the Yerushi Meshaleh Kamer. It says he gave it back to the Yerusha Meshaleach. Clearly. If he died, what do you mean? We also, it doesn't matter if he's healthy. Even if it's not Shechiv Meda. So Tani, we learn, Yasser L'Meshaleach. Shimon the Nasi says Yaslam Shaleah to the sender, not the children's like you're right. To the sender. Because we're talking about a healthy person. So there's no Shriv Mira and there's no there's no body. And, and there's no there's no Mitzel Kind of mess. There's no mess. Hadalakha may we get. We conclude the first Pedic. Mitchum tomorrow we'll start the second second Pedic Mazel.